Welcome, one and all, to Discovery, a Star Trek podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial Star Trek Discovery podcast. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today to stand down from Red Alert on Star Trek Discovery Season 2. Indeed, Pete, the, the great bird of the galaxy must have heard us shortly after uh, our, our uh, last Star Trek Discovery update, uh, because like the day we dropped it, we might have recorded it a day or two early, I don't remember, but the day we dropped it, there was more Discovery news, then we're like, oh, we need to podcast this, then we held off a little bit, and then there was more news in the last couple days. So first things first, Pete, I know that we had discussed uh, Alex Kurtzman taking the reins as uh, as showrunner, but it seems now he's also in charge, uh, not only of what might become my term, the Star Trek expanded cinematic television universe name to be determined uh but pete one show in particular seems if you if you read the tea leaves seems very close to actually becoming a thing yes that would be getting um patrick stewart back to tv to reprise the character of jean-luc picard and matt i'll i'll throw the listeners a bone go back and listen to my final words of our previous podcast if you don't believe spoiler pete is real i believe those words were make it so and uh indeed that seems to be the case that um you know for better or worse and we've taken cbs all access as an organization to task a little bit we're going to talk about their their pr arm in a moment but the core creative nature of star trek discovery is something that you know has gotten very very high marks from us and personally i love the idea of more star trek whether it's star trek picard a better title probably coming uh starfleet academy which would be fantastic hopefully they don't like teen it down too much but wherever it is they want to go apparently there's even more shows in potential development beyond that but this is a great idea there's plenty of room in star trek pete can you believe the idea here of maybe two stars trek on at the same time well heaven knows cbs all access needs the help uh, although no word at this point whether or not they would go there, whether they would go to CBS, whether they would go to some as of yet unnamed network. But giving a five year contract to Kurtzman, who, uh, again, of the Transformers franchise, uh, helping out with J.J. Abrams on the 2009 track and, and there on forward um, and now the showrunner. Uh, although there's a little bit more news we'll get to in a bit of uh, Star Trek Discovery, uh, it's, a, it's a start. And the idea that there could be several shows in the pipeline here in this expansion of Star Trek TV, uh, again, is something to look forward to. Uh, hey, hey, guys, you got my number. Let me know if you, if you need people to, uh, to staff those shows. Well, the good news, Pete, is that with this, you know, with this news of the Kurtzman deal and potentially more Star Trek out there, uh, more Star Trek in development, uh, luckily the, the stalwart people at CBS All Access PR totally turned the potential loss <laughs> of, well, loss in a sports sense, but in the losing of the two, uh, the two original showrunners uh, into a complete win with their PR announcement, Right. Of course not. Would you believe, Matt, that a tone-deaf announcement, tweet, Facebook update 
uh, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, was labeled red alert. Kurtzman uh, gets five year deal. Um, Wait, Pete, isn't red alert when things are worst on Star Trek? I I believe so, Bat. I believe having completed my Trek Mitzvah, in which I've watched every single hour of Star Trek ever produced. Yeah, I'm well versed that the idea of red alert means absolute disaster. So whoever crafted that, and I have some some ideas as to whom that might be, uh, really not uh, familiar or uh, capable with Star Trek, but not a surprise to us, right, Matt? No, no, it's not. I know it's something that we've kind of hinted at in the last you know, year, year and a half, but I'll just quickly mention in passing here, we've had our own uh, dealings with the CBS All Access PR department, starting with them making asks slash inferred demands made by them. You know what? We played ball. This was well before Discovery. Mm-hmm. We were the, the first air. podcast out there, man. We we were the first to uh, stick the flag on this ship. And yeah, playing ball, uh, doing the thing. Promises were made by them. Never, ever follow through. And not like one promise was made uh, promise made unfulfilled. Hey, all right. So they, they promised something they, they didn't make good on it. Let's just keep doing the thing. Keep doing the thing. More promises made never fulfilled. Yeah. Um, so it's not surprising that they would, uh, announce this deal and attempt to stabilize things and actually, uh, foment confusion and, uh, the idea that things were even worse off. Luckily, Pete, since you are so knowledgeable about uh, about Star Trek, question for you. Uh, can you get a message through cloaking screens? You can, Matt, because we got a couple of them. That we did. And of course, we're not going to say too much here. Uh, that was uh, That's just how it's done. But we were very honored to hear that uh, some of those working on Discovery have been very happy with the recent changes in leadership. Uh, some concerns still remain, but uh, the feeling is that brighter days are, are, are ahead nonetheless. And we as fans love to hear that. You know, I mean, we, we want the, the happy cast, the happy crew. We want from the, the people in charge of lighting all the way up to, I don't know, people at the CBS All Access castle or whatever. Hopefully everybody's having a good time making great stuff along the way. And uh, we're going to continue to monitor communications via secure channels for any other further little updates or nuggets that might come our way uh, with, uh, with with that secure channel always kept secure, Pete. So best of luck to those working so hard behind those cloaking screens. We believe in you. The product has uh, borne that out. And we continue to wait with uh, baitless breath for the next Star Trek Discovery season. Well, as work on this season continues, just in the last day or two, there were some uh, new staff announced and some promotions as well. First and foremost being, particularly with this news that Kurtzman is not only running Star Trek Discovery, but kind of running the uh, pithy, you know, MCU uh, moniker aside, you know, kind of running the Star Trek TV brand at this point. 
Uh, joining Star Trek Discovery is uh, James Duff, who has had experience on The Closer and Major Crimes, both of those TNT kind of cop shows. Uh, Major Crimes kind of a spinoff of The Closer. He's being brought in to be the co-showrunner and executive producer. And Pete, this is uh, somebody who back in the day also wrote an episode of Enterprise. So James Duff has some Star Trek cred. Yes, the first season episode, Fortunate Son, with the Nausicaan pirates there, Matt. Early Enterprise gets a bad rap, um, but uh, showing that he's he's got the goods here to work in Trek and uh, handed it off to a familiar face, no? Yes, his, uh, his script was directed by LeVar Burton. My, no hyperbole here, my childhood hero, continuing to be a hero in my life now. Mr. Burton is and uh so great to see kind of that uh you know not a ton of track experience just the one episode there but great to see James Duff who if nothing else you know brings there's gotta be you know 150 episodes if not more of the closer and major crimes together so mm. somebody who knows how to run a show and uh apparently he's going to be in the writer's room as well so hopefully that is a that is a smooth presence there and you know, I mean, not knowing him personally, hopefully he just he adds to the smooth running of what's left of this season. I've not watched either show. I'm familiar with them. Um, but, you know, the Kira Sedgwick show, very well thought of um, and uh, major crimes with uh, Mary McDonald, ex of uh, Dances with Wolves and, of course, uh, the president on Battlestar Galactica. So used to dealing with people who have worked in science fiction and in space. So uh, that little bit of a procedural background, nose track, moving back into track. I am certainly excited to see what James Duff can add to our Star Trek discovery. By the way, Matt, I am calling the Star Trek uh, dis discovery, the, the TV universe, the, uh, the STU, the stew. <laughs> That certainly works for me. Uh, continuing on with some uh, new staff and promotions, uh, there's Ola Tunde Asun Sanmi, uh, who I'm sure is a familiar name from the first season. He's been promoted from co-executive producer to full executive producer, uh, and he's also been named as the, the onset boss and producer up there in Toronto. So somebody whose work we have seen in Star Trek, he directed episode four, uh, The Butcher's Knife Cares Not for the Lamb's Cry, mm -hmm. uh, as well as episode 13, What's Past is Prologue. So a Star Trek Discovery guy as Star Trek Discovery guy as you can get. Keep it in the family and, and promoting from within uh, important in this particular case. Uh, then lastly, kind of new staff and a promotion. Jenny Lumet, who uh, joined Star Trek Discovery for the second season as a consulting producer. She has been promoted to co-executive producer. So again, you know, with the, uh, with the exit at the top uh, of uh, Herberts and Berg, other people moving up, some new people, some promoted people, etc. And uh, hopefully, as stated before, hopefully all making Star Trek Discovery not just better on screen, but a better behind the scenes uh, experience. I mean, listen, the proof is going to be in the pudding as we see things going forward. Um, but to make these changes, to make sure everybody's happy, productive going forward, can't argue with the stabilizing effect here. 
And then, Pete, just when we were like, hey, we need to do a Star Trek Discovery podcast in a couple <laughs> days, more news came on down the pike. That, of course, from the Saturn Awards, uh, probably the, uh, well, the, the top news is our series lead, Sonequa Martin-Green, won Best Actress in a Television Series at the Saturn Awards for playing Michael Burnham. Yeah, certainly deserving. And uh, ever since the rumors even started to fly around that Sinequa Martin Green was being eyed as the lead for Star Trek Discovery um, and the conclusion of her fate on The Walking Dead, something long assumed when those those rumors started. Uh, this has been a matter of time and it is very clearly her show. She's the star that entire first season. So, so heavily focused on her. It's a star vehicle, Matt, in addition to it being about a star vehicle. Now, Pete, just to review here before we talk about the next category. So Sonequa Martin-Green won the Saturn Award for Best Actress on Television, right? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> well, she... That, that's definitely the name of the award. Um, Discovery, which was not el- eligible to be considered a television series on its own because of the Saturn Awards weird structure that we'll talk about in a minute. But the good news is it won Best New Media Series. Uh, so certainly great to see uh, Discovery notching a victory there. Yeah. Uh, yet another feather in their cap there. A little bit of a fish in a barrel situation. Best new media series. I mean, really, who's who's going to top a uh, Star Trek production of this magnitude? Uh, and the uh, the differentiation there being that uh, the way the Saturn Awards uh, defines things, a television series is on broadcast or cable, and new media is on uh, streaming, so Hulu, Amazon, or Netflix. Uh, or I guess CBS All Access. Um, so it can streaming shows can win as television series for acting, but not as television series for series. Hopefully that makes sense to everybody. Good news <laughs> is Discovery got some awards. Yay, awards. And that's fine. There's categorizations and and all sorts of qualifications. They've they've won these awards. They're deserving of these awards. And again, it fuels them for season two. Well, Pete, we continue to be fueled for season two, whether it's uh, keeping an eye out there on our messages that might come from behind the cloaking screens or just keeping an eye out for general news about series, uh, series, how very British of me, season two. Um, Pete, here we are, still no, still no news on the biggest news of all that we assumed would be right out of the gate, like ASAP when they started filming the season. No Spock news yet. No. Um, that's got to be coming soon, right? We talked in our last podcast whether or not that casting decision has been made, whether or not the story calls for him yet on the Enterprise, um, everything there. They Thankfully, the, the chaos seemed to have happened at a, a point when they were filming the fifth episode with a little bit of a scheduled break, so they were able to utilize that. Uh, and we speculated that, all right, maybe because Zach Quino's doing a play uh, not too far from us on Broadway that, you know, maybe they were waiting till, you know, that that closed down. He finished the run and uh, that that announcement could be made. He could head up and maybe film his his scenes 
afterward, you know, utilize different angles, that kind of thing. Nothing just yet. Might they be waiting for San Diego Comic-Con or some other uh, event? Don't know just yet, but uh, certainly waiting to see who, hopefully Quinto, uh, but whom else they may put in that role if they even are going to go in that role, Matt. Well, whether you're reaching out to us behind cloaking screens or across normal subspace, Pete, how can people be in touch with you? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 10,022 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast. You can comment at fantasticgeek.com. You can check us out on Gmail, Twitter, and Instagram where we are Fantastic Geek. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with the PH, all one word, like it today. For those of you listening on the Pop Culture Podcast feed, we will be continuing with uh, Luke Cage. We'll be continuing with Cloak and Dagger. We'll be talking Ant-Man next weekend. But today's focus, all Star Trek. So if you're if you're listening to us on the Star Trek uh, feed, you know, we'll update as news comes. Pete, it could be tomorrow. It could be a week from now. It could be a month from now. You know, certainly we can't see into the future. We have no guardian of forever here. <laughs> so time will certainly tell with that. And I will say adios to all the listeners and give you, Pete, the final word. The real world doesn't always adhere to logic. Sometimes down is up. Sometimes up is down. Sometimes when you're lost, you're found. <laughs>